We're going to begin today's message. It's the 4th of July, and today we celebrate the independence of our country. We declared independence from Great Britain and wanted to rule ourselves. But that is only one aspect of freedom. What, but what is freedom really? Is it self-government? Is it no one telling us what to do? So we will explore today the true nature of freedom. We will hear first from Innocence Luendo from the Oaks Fellowship. Who will share with us his testimony and thoughts. Innocence. Asante, thank you. Na nasema jambo. And greetings to all of you. Kwa machina yangu naitwa Innocent Luendo. They do call me Innocent Luendo. This is his name. Mimi ni mzaliwa Kongo. He was born in Congo. Namaliza miaka 46. He is 46 years old. Katika miaka hii ma 16 nimeona mambo mengi sana. And within all this time, within 46 years, he was blessed to see and experience many things. Na shukuru sana kanisa la East Minister ya kunipatia wakati wa kuweza Mungu awabariki sana. machache nimeona mambo mengi sana kuhusu nchi yetu na kwa maisha yangu. In brief, uh, he want to summarize a little bit about what he experienced in his country and within for, for Wakati tunaongea kuhusu uhuru tarehe hii ya 30 ya mwezi ya 6 as we talk about independence on on June 30th nchi yetu ya Kongo wanahudhuria hii tarehe ya 30 ya mwezi ya 6 today is the independence of the Congo the Democratic Republic of Congo Hata tunazuria hiyo sherehe ya uhuru lakini tunalia sana. Even though they do celebrate Independence Day, there are many who are crying. 
kwa maana ni kwa nyimbo peke yake lakini hatuna uhuru for independence became only slogan or a song but it does have a meaning there nimezaliwa na wandugu wameniacha ninaona kwa macho yangu i was born among other children but they passed away as i saw them kabla kuhamishwa hapa amerikani before being resettled here in USA tumepitia maisha ya tabu sana we went through struggles of life mnamo machozi and we cried a lot kulala nje we slept outside kwa uwanja on the playground msituni sometimes in the jungle hata bila kukosa chakula ya kula and most of the time without eating or drinking hiyo yote nimeipata kwa nchi yetu ya ukomo and this is being experienced by most congolese people ni nchi inahudhuria independence alakini kwa kweli hakuna the reality is even though they speak about independence that they are far from being free miona ndugu wanaua wenjao so kabila healing one another because of uh, being from a different tribes anakuona kwa uso na kuua someone will look at you just how you look like and they kill you serikali haisemi kitu and the government or the officers being passive observing only lakini kama nyakati ya uhuru inafika wanafanya masherehe but every day of celebration of independence they will call people and they speak about that Wakati tunasema uhuru ni ukombozi if we uh, we can call independence or if redemption will be a synonym of freedom <laughs> kwa kweli inchi zetu kama inchi ya Kongo inahitaji ukombozi in reality our country needs to be redeemed kama kanisa ya easter minister wakati mnasikia ushuhuda wangu kwa machache even though the church can hear my testimony kama mnaomba mungu mkwe mnaombea kongo if you have a time to pray pray for my home country congo tuna watoto wengi hawana wazazi We have many orphans who lost their parents. Anaweza jua mama lakini hajui baba. They are kids who know their mother but have never seen their fathers. Wanawake wamenyanyaswa. They are women who have been Wadada wamenyanyaswa. The girls raped. Naona dada anakamatwa na baba 5 6 7. You see 5 7 men hata katika kiwango anabeba mimba hajui ni nani amemubebesha mimba pulling uh, a girl and even when she is pregnant she will not know who 
in pregnancy. Let us say our country doesn't have a peace. Hiyo yote, yangu. I saw all this. And we went, we went through this. If we had a chance to be welcomed in the USA, I thanks all your forefathers and those who lost their lives to fight for independence. May God bless his church. May God bless America. For we are now one among you and we share the beauty of independence. In the Congo, people wonder, they don't know whether the next, they will see the next day. You may have a chance to, awake, to wake up in the morning, but without any hope to see the next day. America. May God bless America. Mungu abariki kanisa lake. May God bless his Kwa church. Ni hiyo, Mungu awenani. Amen. That's it. I think that clap was for innocence as well as it was as a thanksgiving to God for what we have in our country. Only a government informed by God can ensure freedom. Otherwise, morality comes down to serving the interest of those in power. Ultimately, this leads to tyranny. We see this throughout history. We saw it in Nazi Germany where the interests of the Nazi party transformed the morality of a nation. We see it in communist countries where the interests of the state oppresses people. And we see it in the Congo where a struggle for power has caused them to ignore what is right and wrong.
This has led to all kinds of atrocity and sin. Now, haya yote ni mateso ambayo yanakujia watu. Such tyranny comes about when governments forget the morality that comes from God. Haya yote yanatokea sababu sheria zinawekwa bila kuhusika na mapenzi ya Mungu. James Madison wrote this about our constitution which was written to preserve our freedoms. Yeye James Madison aliandika katiba yetu ambayo lengo ilikuwa ni kulinda uhuru ya wananchi. Our constitution is made for a moral people. Katiba hiyo iliwekwa kwa watu wanaojua kizuri na kibaya. It is totally inadequate to govern any other. Na hakunge kuwepo njia nyingine ya kutawala ila hiyo. So our constitution was written for a people with an internal compass directed by the one true God. Katiba yetu imeandikiwa watu ambao walikuwa na huo uongozi wa kindani kulingana na sheria za Mungu. Societies built on freedom require a moral universe. Na jamii ambazo zinajengwa juu ya uhuru zinahitaji sheria kama hizo. And this requires a God who has an absolute standard of right and wrong. Na huyo Mungu ndiye tu anaweza kukumbusha watu ama kuweka njia ya kufundisha watu yaliyo mabaya ama mazuri. Now Jesus helps explain why we need a moral government. Yesu Kristo anasema kwa ukweli kueleza nini tunahitaji kuhusu serikali. And he speaks about the nature of true freedom. Na hapo anaongea kuhusu juu ya asili ya uhuru kwa kweli. I will read from John chapter 8:31 through 36. To the Jews who had believed in him, Jesus said, "If you hold to my teaching, you are really my disciples. Then you will know the truth, and the truth will set you free." They answered him, "We are Abraham's descendants and have never been slaves of anyone." How can you say that we shall be set free? Jesus replied, I tell you the truth, everyone who sins is a slave to sin. Now a slave has no permanent place in the family, but a son belongs to it forever. So if the son sets you free, you will be free indeed. Tutasoma basi Yesu akawaambia wale wa Yahudi waliomwamini ninyi mukikaa katika neno langu mumekuwa wanafunzi wangu kweli kweli tena mtaifahamu kweli nayo hiyo kweli itaweka huru wakamjibu sisi tu uzao wake Ibrahimu wala hatujawa watumwa wa mtu wakati wowote nawe wasemaje mtawekwa huru Yesu akawajibu amini amini nawaambia kila atendaye dhambi ni mtumwa wa dhambi wala mtumwa hakai nyumbani siku zote mwana hukaa siku zote basi mwana akiwaweka huru mtakuwa huru kweli kweli amen 
Jesus says, by nature, we are slaves to sin. Yesu anasema, kwa kiasili, sisi ni watumwa wa dhambi. Slaves have to do what their master says. Watumwa hufanya yale mabwana zao wanawalazimisha kufanya. We have a sin nature and we are powerless to be free from it. Left to our old nature, we will do what sin says. Our self-interest, our hungers, and our desire for control lead us to sin and to behaviors that are destructive to others and to self. Faida binafsi, jazetu, na hamu yetu ya kuvibiti vitu vyote vinaotuongoza kutenda dhambi na tabia zinakuwa tabia zenye kuumiza watu wengine na kujiharibu sin is always at work in us and without christ um, we do not have enough to overcome it hapa dhambi inaonekana ikiendelea kutenda kazi ndani yetu na bila usaidizi wa Yesu Kristo hatuwezi kujiokoa but through faith in Christ we are given the holy spirit lakini kupitia imani katika Kristo tumepewa roho mtakatifu the holy spirit has power over sin hiyo roho mtakatifu ina nguvu juu ya dhambi we will still be tempted in all kinds of ways tunaweza kujaribiwa kwa njia mbalimbali but we have power to overcome sin lakini tumepewa nguvu za kushinda dhambi and fulfill the spirit of the law na hata kutimiza mapashwa na mapenzi ya Roho Mtakatifu which is uh, to love like Jesus na hiyo inafunuliwa kwa kupenda Yesu Kristo look at the world and everywhere we look we see people and societies infected by sin. Ukitizama pembeni, ukiona majamii ulimwenguni pote, watu wamekumbwa na dhambi. Whether we talk about a ruined life or a ruined country, sin is at the root. Na tunapo again please. Whether we look at a, a ruined life mm-hmm. or a ruined country, we can say the Congo. Mm-hmm. Na tunapoangalia jinsi sisi tumekumbwa na hiyo ama inchi zinapatwa na shida hayo ni kwa ajili ya dhambi. But if you are in Christ you have power over sin. Lakini ikiwa mtakuepo ndani ya Yesu Kristo mna nguvu za kushinda dhambi. You may be tempted. Nawezekana ujaribiwe. But if we repent, lakini ukitubu dhambi cut ourselves off from the sin not keep it near us na ukijitenganisha na kile ambacho kinakukosesha and find help from other believers na ukitafuta usaidizi kutoka waumini wengine through the power of the spirit we will we are able to be free pamoja na nguvu za roho mtakatifu utaweza kuwa huru not only are we slaves to sin 
Not only are we slaves to sin, but we must watch against being slaves to self-righteousness. Self-righteousness is trying to be accepted by God through keeping the law. Now I'll read from Galatians 5, 1-6. It is for freedom that Christ has set us free. Stand firm then and do not let yourselves be burdened again by a yoke of slavery. Mark my words. I, Paul, tell you that if you let yourselves be circumcised, Christ will be of no value to you at all. Again, I declare to every man who lets himself be circumcised that he is obligated to obey the whole law. You, who are trying to be justified by the law, have been alienated from Christ. You have fallen away from grace. But by faith, we eagerly await through the Spirit, the righteousness for which we hope. For in Christ, Jesus, neither circumcision nor uncircumcision has any value. The only thing that counts is faith expressing itself through love. Wagalatia suratana mstari wa kwanza mpaka mstari wa sita. Katika ungwana huo, Kristo alituandika huru. Kwa hiyo, simameni wala musinaswe tena chini ya kongwa la utumwa. Tazama nini paulo, nawambia nini ya kwamba mukitahiriwa, Kristo hata wafaidia neno. Tena na mshuhudia kila mtu atahiriwae kwamba ni wajibu wake kuitimiza torati yote mumetengwa na Kristo ninyi mutakao kuhesabiwa haki kwa sheria mmeanguka na kutoka katika hali ya neema maana sisi kwa roho tunalitazamia tumaini la haki kwa njia ya imani maana katika Kristo Yesu kutahiriwa hakufai neno wala kutotahiriwa bali imani itendayo kazi kwa upendo amen Here is the Galatian problem people heard the gospel and came to faith in Christ hapa tunajua shida ya wa Galatia sababu walisikia neno na kumkujia Yesu wakapokea Yesu but then after that teachers came and told them you have to keep the law in order to be accepted by God. Baada muda kitambo wahubiri wengine walikuja na wakasema ili muweze kukubaliwa na Mungu mnapaswa kutimiza Torati. The Christian life became living a life of rules. Sijue maisha ya Kikristo yalikuwa ya kutimiza of rules do this don't do that 
hapo walikuja wakifundisha watu kwamba Ukristo inamaanisha kutenda hiki ama kutotenda hiki Paul called this a lie na haya yote Paulo alisema ni uongo the truth is ukweli ni kwamba we start the Christian life by believing in God. Maisha ya Kikristo yanaanza wakati tunaamini Mungu and we live the Christian life by believing in God. Na maisha yetu ya Kikristo yanaoneshwa na kuwa na imani katika Kristo kwa We not only believe in God, we believe God. Hapo inamaanisha tunatumainia Mungu. And so Paul says the only thing that counts is faith. Na hapo Paulo alisema kitu kilicho muhimu zaidi ni kuwa na imani. That works itself out in love. Na hiyo imani ndiyo inatuongoza hata kutembea kwa upendo. Living by rules trying to earn God's love is not believing God. Wakati unaishi kwa kutimiza torati haya hayamaanishe kuwa na imani ya Mungu because when we do that sababu unapotenda hivyo we do not believe god loves us hauamini kwamba Mungu ametupenda or saves us by grace ama ametukomboa kwa neema accepts us haukubali hata kama Mungu ametukubali or has given us the righteousness of Christ ama kwamba tumehesabiwa ukweli kwa ajili ya Yesu Kristo salvation is a gift okovu ni zawadi and when we try to earn it we insult god na tunapojaribu sisi kujipatia okovu huo ni kama tusi tunatukana Mungu Let's say I said to Pastor John, Pastor John, I love you. I'm going to buy you a new car. Thank you. <laughs> and John says, "Wonderful. Let me pay you for it." and gives me a dollar. Uh, repeated that. <laughs> and John responds, "Let me pay you for that gift." Nyuma ya hadi hiyo, John ambao amehadiwa hiyo anaweza sema ndiyo asante pokea dola moja. This would be an insult to me. Hapa nikimuletea hii dola moja itakuwa tusi kwake. He cannot come close to paying me back. Na hii dola haiwezi linganisha na lile lililomsukuma kuni kunipa ahadi fulani. I did it because I wanted to and I am gracious. Sababu yeye ni mwenye neema na alitaka anitendee hivyo. His response is just thank you and to love me. Kitu ambacho John angefanya ingekuwa kusema asante na kumpenda. Our right response to God's gift is to believe God and to love God. Jibu yetu kwa Mungu kulingana na zawada natupea ni kumwaminia na kumpenda. Faith working itself out in love. Hiyo ni imani ambayo inazaa matunda na kuonekana kama upendo. Holiness too comes down to loving God. 
utakatifu pia wa kweli unatoka kwa kupenda na kuamini Mungu. If we feel like we always have to perform to earn God's love and approval, then we are slaves and not sons and daughters. Kiwa utajaribu njia zote ili uweze kukubaliwa ama kupata kitu kwa Mungu, inaonekana umepungukiwa kweli. We become slaves to our own self-righteousness. Hapo unajifanya mtumwa wa kujihesabu kuwa mtu wa ukweli. God wants us to be free. Mungu anataka tuwe huru. This freedom is lived from a place of love and being loved. Na uhuru wa kweli unapatikana nafasi ya wewe unapenda na unapendwa pia. Heard a story of a mother, she was a, the mother of a a 2 year old but she was in medical school kuna habari ya mama mmoja ambaye alikuwa na kitoto chake msichana wa miaka miwili she had to do a residency for six weeks in another town na ilimubidi amupangishe mahali kwa muda wa wiki sita yeye akienda kwa muji mwingine her husband worked a demanding job with a long commute hata mume wake naye alikuwa na kazi nyingine ambayo ilimbidi kujitolea sana so they hired a babysitter for six weeks hivi iliwabidi wa ajili yaya wa kuchunga mtoto huo kwa muda wa wiki sita after the six weeks i asked the babysitter how did it go na nyuma ya wiki sita zote huyo yaya aliulizwa kuhusu kazi yake ya kuchunga mtoto she said i was a slave to that kid yeye alijibu mimi nilikuwa mtumwa wa mtoto wenu the mother said though after she got back yeye mama mtoto alisema hivi i find it to be a labor of love na nilijua hii ni kazi ambayo inakubidi upendo and serving my baby is where i want to be na kwa kutendea haya kuhudumia mtoto wangu na mimi hiyo ndiyo nafasi nilihitaji niwepo you see the difference je unaona tofauti hapo mother serves out of love wamama wanahudumia watoto wao kwa upendo a slave is a slave to their work lakini mtumwa ni mtumwa kwa kazi yake Paul would say you're a slave to your works. Na Paulo naye anashuhudia mmekuwa watumwa wa kazi zenu. True freedom comes from love and being loved. Uhuru wa ukweli unapatikana mahali wewe unapenda na hata unapendwa. We who are loved by God and who love him. Na sisi tunampenda Mungu sababu naye ametupenda are the ones who are truly free. Na kwa njia nyingine tumewekwa huru kweli. Let us pray. Tuombe Mungu. Our Father, we thank you that you have set us three free. Baba, tunakushukuru sababu umetuweka uhuru kweli by giving us the spirit of Christ. Kwa kutupea roho ya Yesu Kristo. Remind us to live in this freedom. Hiyo roho ikitukumbusha kuishi maisha ya uhuru. 
We do not have to perform to earn your love or acceptance. Hatungeweza hata kutenda chochote ili tuweze kupendwa ama kukubaliwa. Your love and acceptance is already our gift. Upendo wako na hata kukubaliwa nawe hayo yote yalikuwa zawadi kwetu. We pray that your love for us would arouse love for you. Na upendo wako napo onekana nani yetu na sisi tunataka kupenda. And that this love would overflow to others. Na hii ndio upendo ambaye itatiririka hata kwa maisha wengine and thus fulfill the law. Na haya ndio kutimiza torati na sheria. We pray for the Democratic Republic of the Congo. Naomba inchi ya Democratic Republic ya Congo. We pray against the principalities and powers. Tunapinga nguvu zote na uwezo mwingine that arouse violence against one another. Ambazo zinaleta matengano vita na shida zingine. We pray that you would rise up O oh God. Na tunakusihi e Mungu uinue and that you would bring peace and righteousness to that nation. Urudishe amani na ukweli kwa nchi hiyo. Bring repentance so that their land may heal. Ukubali kuwe toba ili nchi hiyo iweze kupona. We thank you for the freedoms of our nation. Na tunakushukuru kwa uhuru tuko nayo kwa nchi hii yetu. We pray that you would preserve them. Tunakusihi uyilinde e Mungu. That we would understand that these rights are given by you. Na tuweze kukumbuka na kujua kwamba haya yote tumeyapewa nawe. May we always be mindful of you Lord. Na sisi muda wote tuwe tunakutumainia e Mungu. We pray this Lord in Jesus name. Tunaomba haya kwa jina la Yesu. Amen. Amen.